Hey, here we are again. I'm John Raven. This is Still Sober. Um, if you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. Let me tell you about bed bugs. First of all, they are uh, apparently infesting Paris right now. It's like a, a problem to the point to a level that it's made the news that it's made it into my feed and I don't have like a, a news alert for Paris or bed bugs. And yet the article has made um, there more than one article has come across my, my feed in just casual browsing and it's hilarious to me. Uh, it's funny. It's funny to me because um, bed bugs are a sign of uh, poverty. They're associated with uh, poor, uh, destitute, homeless, drug addicts, uh, scumbags, all that stuff. And for it to be in Paris during Fashion Week cracks me the fuck up. Because also, I am from a generation, and the generation before me, and even the generation before that, somewhere between um, Gen X and the current generation, the um, disdain for the French has kind of gone away. It's, uh, it's not a normal trope anymore. Uh, we used to... Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that um, they don't like. You know, they're like Americans, and we're all like, "You fucking French pricks!" Like we don't like them. We're fine. I mean, we are kind of fine with them, but it's fun to make fun of the French. Um, it's why, if you watch the movie Armageddon, Jerry Bruckheimer um, had Paris destroyed by an asteroid. He's like, and we're going to destroy Paris just to just uh, rub it in there. Like we got, you know, it's 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 there. It's so when I find out that these French people who think they're better than Americans um, are dealing with uh, a uh, you know a poverty insect, it's uh, it's hilarious because bed bugs are the fucking worst things in the world. You think that. I mean, you hate wasps, great. You hate yellow jackets, totally get it. Fire ants, fire ants are terrible. But the worst, most useless creature, just absolutely, I don't, has no benefit to society, is the bed bug. Let me tell you why they're fucking evil. They, and I know this because I had to deal with them when I was in a sober house. After I got out of rehab, um, I think that's part of every, well, you think you have it hard, as if you didn't have it hard enough. You're trying to start over, right? You, you, you made the final, the, the big step of I'm going to change my life and you're starting from, boy, you start about start, starting from scratch. You know, you're probably still on probation like I was. So now you got to start over. You got to do some job you don't like to start from square one, you have nothing. You're staying in a sober house. 
You're also having to answer to the man because you're on fucking probation. And and you got rules that you got to live by to stay in the sober house. And then on top of everything else, there's fucking bed bugs that you got to deal with while you're there. And bed bugs, what they do is they hide in like crevices and in, 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 in the mattress and like in, in, you know, clothes, um, like your suitcase. If you stay at a seedy hotel or a hotel that's unclean or whatever, um, in fabric, like they hide and they wait till nighttime and they wait till they can, um, unless they're like super hungry, but they wait till nighttime and what they do is you fall asleep on you're, – you're on your mattress. You fall asleep. And they can sense when you're not moving, when you're in a certain level of sleep, like either you're breathing. I don't know how they do it, but they know when you're asleep. And they crawl on you and bite you and feed on your blood. They don't like, they don't like live on a host. They don't, they don't like fleas. They don't hang around. They just come out and they bite you like goddamn vampires. Like vampire bugs. And luckily, one of the things, one of the most effective treatments of bed bugs is something called diamatatious. It's a hard word. You read it. It's diamatatious earth and it's this powder that's like fossilized something or other but it's this powder that what it does is it gets on them and it prevents any and it sucks out moisture out of the the bug right and it dries them out and they die like in 24 out to 48 hours if they get any of that powder on them it's a it's a horrendous death and it's fucking beautiful. It is the most appropriate way. The only way to kill something so awful is by giving it the most awful death. And this is more information than you needed to know, but I had to deal with it. I had to fight them over like a, a I don't remember how long it was like weeks that I was in battle with bed bugs and it was fucking terrible. But once it's over, it's finally over. You're like, Jesus Christ. You forget what just normal sleep is like, like it's, it just ruins your life. So, um, that I know that doesn't sound funny, but when you think of them, but when you think of a snobby French person who thinks you're a dilettante, who thinks you're beneath them. But if you can just think of them being bit by bugs in their, you know, their thousand count sheets, super like silk sheets and fancy mattresses and whatever, you know, they're, oh, they're upper upper class digs and they're getting eaten up by these same fucking bugs. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's right. You just got bit by a bed bug. You're fucking trash too. It's beautiful. Love it. Love it.
All right, so story time. So here's the deal. So I live in this townhouse community, and it's owned by an apartment company. Uh, what is it, a leasing company? It's a small leasing company. They only have a few properties. It's a very tight knit group. It's very small. And the best part about this leasing company is that the downside of them is they do not do a lot of stuff. They, you know, if something goes wrong, they will send maintenance. Absolutely maintenance comes. They, they're, they, they're not bad on that at all, but there is no presence. Like they do not have a whole lot of, I've never met the manager. They had uh, one of the staff used to live here. Super nice guy. He just moved to another. Uh, it's actually a bummer because he's a very social dude. Kind of had, you know, kind of like the uh, social, uh, integral social uh, center of uh, the, the social uh, circle here in our community. And he moved to uh, the one of the other complexes. And that, and that kind of stinks. But he was like the... Uh, um, yeah, he's one of those guys that uh, would drink every day and people would go up there and drink with him. And it's like, hey, you know, and kind of have a mini party at a, like a reasonable volume, but then had to work the next day. So it's like the party would shut off at about 10 because, you know, got to work in the morning, right? Um, and, but one of his friends, this, this woman, was just a terrible person, awful drunk, and just an annoying person, annoying to talk to, just kind of, uh, and I don't use this word loosely, a hag. Just a hag. When you picture a hag, it's exactly who this person is. And I thought that they were just some person, like a friend, right? Uh, just, just... Well, it turns out she's an employee of the leasing company. Just an employee, right? I don't know what she does. I don't even know her name. But I know that about once a week, she'll show up early in the morning and water plants. And what I was going to say was that the... Uh, so the leasing company is very hands-off. The best part about being hand you know, the worst part about being hands off is if, if there's an issue, you kind of have to take care of it yourself. But the best part about that is you take care of things yourself. You don't get bothered. And I like that. I don't like a leasing company. I just moved from a place, you know, I, I talked about it on the podcast. I moved from a place that I thought that sucked and was going to talk mad shit unless they gave me my deposit back. And they gave me, uh, I got some of my deposit back, so I'm not going to name them by name and talk mad shit about them, but they do suck. They're just not, you know, not going to be named. So I've had a very, you know, over an over communicative, um, fascist regime of a leasing company in charge of apartments that I've lived in. This is not, this is complete, complete opposite, which is why we renewed our lease again. So it, you know, the, the guy, so the guy that was living here, who we liked, was starting to decorate the place. He was starting to put plants in. 
you know, and get, get, uh, get some different stuff out, uh, and decorate, uh, like the courtyard and all this other stuff. Well, two of the plants that are on like the pathway where people walk and where our pets go, where we walk our dogs out and all that stuff. Well, two of them are oleanders. Now I grew up with oleander bushes, whole row of them. They don't bother me at all. Uh, the thing about oleanders are they are cheap. They are hard to kill. They grow. And you got to constantly trim them. But um, another thing about oleanders are they are poisonous to dogs. And you should keep children away from them because they they can... If, you, if you're messing with them and you get any of the sap from them on you, you can get a rash. I've never gotten a rash from oleanders, but it, it's, it, it affects, affects dogs and kids. Like a lot. Like, Jesus, why would they, why would people have these, why are these bushes available? Because they're cheap. So, so you come across them a lot, right? Well, several members of the community here decided they didn't want them in there and that they would be replaced at the cost of the residents. They're going to they're going to buy more expensive, nicer plants that don't fucking kill dogs if they dogs eat them. You know, don't give kids rashes. So, and I didn't know this was a thing. Apparently, this is a community. It's like a like a plant exchange community. You can have people come grab plants, and they will. And so somebody came by and grabbed the two plants that were there. They weren't. They hadn't been there long. They hadn't really rooted in or whatever. So this hag that works there, that apparently is an employee. You know, I heard that she was, but I didn't believe it, right? I found out later, yes, she is an employee. Well, she shows up a couple of days after the plants are missing and notices that they're missing and has a shit fit. And, I, and I'm out walking the dog. It's early in the morning. It's about, uh, about 8.30. So she drives up. I've probably said two sentences to her. I don't. I didn't even know her name. And she asked me about the missing plants. And I went, yeah. And I I gave a vague answer. It's like, do you know who took the plants? I'm like, not really. I know that they were poisoned. Blah 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 blah. So she, you know, I gave her vague responses because I'm not a snitch. And also, mind your own fucking business, kind of a deal. Like, you know. It's a problem, whatever. And you tell the leasing company, and then they t- then the, they can tell us. So she's, but she starts vicariously, like through me, like she knows I didn't do anything. But I'm like the target for her. You know, she starts venting at me about how that 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 that's theft. Technically, it is. You know, it is. Um, it is the uh, apartment property. 
and it is now missing. So out of context, it's theft and it's a crime. And she's like, and I've got to, I'm going to report it to the office and we'll just have to see what he, she goes. Now I'm not trying to be a bitch. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, you're not trying, but you seem to come by it effortlessly. And just, so she just starts ranting at me and says, well, I'm going to have to uh, talk to the, talk to the office and then see what we're going to do. I went, okay. So she leaves. I take the dog back. I tell my wife, I went, I got to go to the uh, leasing office for a second and then go to work. And she's like, oh, okay, why? And I'm like, I'll tell you later. So I go to the leasing office. She hadn't even stopped by yet. Leasing office opens at nine. I get there at nine. This poor dude <laughs> that, that I know, because he works in the office, right? Um, he's like, hey, John, what's going on? I went, hey, well, let me tell you what's going on. And then I lay out what I just told you. This is what happened. Those plants, poisonous. People didn't want them there. But what they decided is, so with context, they are going to replace the plants. The plants are now gone. But they will be replaced by more expensive plants that the apartment complex doesn't have to pay for, doesn't have to take care of. They're go I mean, we... You know, this is how hands off we've had a uh, water hose that has a leak in it that they haven't replaced and haven't dealt with and never taken care of. So the community, we bought a wire, a, a new water hose. You know, it's ours. And that sucks that just like hey, they should be able to. Yeah, they should. But you know what? It's worth paying like twenty five dollars for a water hose. To not have anybody fuck with us. You know what I mean? It's nice to, you know, for people to stay out of our business. So, and, and so there's like, you know, there's like several people who are like decorating the courtyard and taking over every, you know, the decoration, the decorating of it. And, um, you know, and just making things nicer for where we live. That's what, what, you know, it's what you do as a community, right? So I let, I, but I let him know. I said, so, so I'm like, what is that woman's name? And he told me her name. And I went, what does she do? Does she actually work for property company? And he said, yeah, she's the groundskeeper. I'm like, is she? Well, let me tell you what this groundskeeper did, which is specifically act like you're a representative of management, which you're not. You're a fucking groundskeeper and a bad one. We have to empty the, the trash in the area. There's like a, there's like two trash cans, you know, for public, you know, throwing, we, we have to take that out because it's never taken out. She comes by once a week and she overwaters everything. So she doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't cut the grass as a groundskeeper. There's a maintenance crew that does that. She doesn't do anything. She's moved stuff around that we've, you know, we've had, we had like bricks that are like decorative that like outline um, different like 
uh, garden beds, you know, and, and stuff like that. They, they've been moved around and we moved them back. And she finally, like after two times, finally quit moving shit. Like she's just meddling. She doesn't do anything. But even more so, she's a fucking groundskeeper. She's got no authority. She doesn't get to tell me shit. There's a problem with the grounds that you're trying to keep. You go tell management. Then management sends a text or email because they don't come out and do things on their own. They just send a little quick communication. That's all they do. So I told him, I said, look, I agree that um, the individuals who took the plants probably shouldn't have done that. That makes sense. What I don't agree with is pretending that you own the place. You know, she doesn't even fucking live there. She acts like she's a resident. She acts like she's in management. She is neither. She didn't get to tell me shit. She doesn't get to talk to me like she's a manager. Even the manager of the complex doesn't get to talk to me like that. And certainly you don't get to get away with talking to me like that and then going off to be a snitch. Can't take care of things yourself. Can't talk to people directly because she knew I didn't take the plants, but did she go try to find out who took the plants and talk to them? Talk to them. Hey, if there's a problem, let us know. Cause that was the idea. It was like, Hey, if there was a problem with the plants being poisonous, you got to let the management company know and we'll deal with it. First of all, no, you won't. You can't even empty trash. You're not going to do anything. Somebody else took care of it. So out of context, it is, it is theft. But with context, it's being replaced by things that cost more than what you paid for. Probably can fuck off. But I told the guy all this. And then I said, look, here's the deal. This is dumb. It's two oleander plants. Um, but she doesn't get to represent herself like she's management. She doesn't have, she, she shouldn't speak to me at all, to be honest. She doesn't get to do that. If there's a problem, she tells you, then you can communicate to me. That's how that works. Number two, if there's a problem, hey, I will pay for those two plants. You can take it, you can add it to my, to my bill. I'll, you know, I, I do auto pay. I'll pay it with a rent because it is worth it to me to pay those two, two cheap piece of shit plants than to listen to a hag scold me for something that I didn't do because I was the closest person she could talk to. Also, fuck her for being a snitch. That's how you out. That's how you outplay a snitch because they tend to talk a lot of shit and telegraph what they're going to do before they do it. So the way that you outplay a snitch is you snitch first and you take the wind out of their sails so that they're snitching because they're, because they're doing it for their own attention or look at me, look how important, look, look what kind of job I'm doing. I'm definitely keeping an eye out for you. Not if you get there first, lay the groundwork. Hey, here's the reality. Now she's about to come in and she's going to talk some mad shit, but this is what she really did. Also, I'm offering to pay for it and they declined to take my money. They're like, no, 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 don't work on that. That's going to be all right. I said, well, you should still send out a text and an email saying, please do not remove any plants on, you know, on the property because 
you know, that, that, that's, 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 I totally agree with that. You should totally say that. You should totally let them know. That's what I think you should do. But, uh, but anyway, just, you know, if you could have somebody talk to her that maybe, maybe she just needs to keep her mouth shut. And yeah, so they're going to, they then had a talk with her. So the moral of the story is, um, snitches get verbal stitches. That's what that is. Because I know for a while there, whether you call it cancel culture or whatever, you know, it's with, with social media, people get rewarded for being little tattletales, but it's only kind of a brief immediate attention reward. You don't get respect because I think deep down inside, we don't like snitches. We don't like people who can't stay in their fucking lane. I'm not talking about like, uh, you know, doing the right thing. There's doing the right thing. And then there's doing something because you're going to get attention from it. And you want to look like you're a good person, or You want to look like you're an upstanding citizen. Fuck that. You know, if it's the right thing to do or not. And typically the right thing to do is action on your part, risk on your part, bravery on your part, something good on your part that you have to do, but not that you, somebody else has to do because you, you know, you went and told on them. You're like, somebody else needs to do something. I'm going to do this. And then they're going to think that I'm blah, blah, blah. It's always an ulterior motive. That's, that's what makes you a snitch. There's also the uh, snitching on yourself, uh, apparently, because the, they just now uh, caught the someone involved in uh, Tupac's murder, which is uh, almost 30 years. So, good job. It's like, how did you know? Because he wrote a book and incriminated himself. Oh, did he, did he release this year? No, it's like, it's like eight years ago. Eight, eight years ago, you, it took you this long to arrest the guy who admitted he was involved in a murder? Are you gathering evidence? Is it because it took you that long to read the book? That makes sense. If it took you that long to finish a book because it wasn't audio, uh, that makes sense. But anyway. Let's all work together to make sure that that's, snitches get verbal stitches. We got to make that, we got to make it bad again. <laughs> make snitching bad again. <laughs> Stillsoberpod at gmail.com for any questions or comments that are positive to neutral. Uh, yeah, it was just a thing that I'm just like, really? I don't, uh, you yeah. know. I don't like to let things go. I don't, I don't know. I don't like getting lectured at. Can you tell? Can you tell I'm not a fan? Appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later.
Telephone line.